Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, share it, link it, uh, send it out all over the place. You know what you like to do with podcasts. And while you're at it, make sure you tune in each weekday from 3 to 7 on News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas, for the Charlie James Show. Because, folks, we are living in unprecedented times right now. Future historians are going to look back at 2023 and think, what in the hell were those people thinking? What is going on? Fannie Willis in Georgia has just handed down a slew of indictments against Donald Trump and many, many other people. And one of the things that we're finding out in these indictments, which, by the way, let's before we get to all that, let's go back to how the indictment was handled. You see, the indictment showed up on the Fulton County um, document site before, understand, before the grand jury had even heard all of the testimony. The grand jury hadn't reached a decision yet. And Fannie Willis and her folks put this document up on the Fulton County website. It already had a docket number. And it already had a judge assigned. Now, how did Fannie Willis respond when she was asked about this? According to the Fulton County Clerk's Office that was circulated online with charges against former President Donald Trump, those, that fictitious document uh, matched exactly the charges that we now see in this indictment. Can you tell us more about that document leak? Uh, because now you have the former president's lawyers who are saying this is emblematic of a serious problem with your office. No, I can't tell you anything about um, what you refer to. What I can tell you is that we had a grand jury here in Fulton County. They deliberated till almost 8 o'clock, if not right after 8 o'clock. An indictment was returned. It was true billed, and you now have an indictment. Um, I am not an expert on clerks duties um, or even administrative duties. I wouldn't know how to work that system. And so I'm not going to speculate. Next question. Of course not. She knows nothing. They never do. They never do. They can always claim ignorance. And hey, who is really going to deny that these people are ignorant? Because that's exactly what they are. So now we have basically got, and I'm going to read to you coming up in just a minute, a list of some of the conspiracies that Big Fanny Willis is claiming. Conspiracies, and I'm using air quotes here. I know you can't say it, but I'm using air quotes here. These conspiracies, and I'll, uh, I'll let you decide on that. But, 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 but since what we're finding out is to deny or to claim that an election was stolen or there was improprieties in elections in the state of Georgia is now obviously a crime, right? I mean, that's, that's what we're learning from these indictments. You can't even you can't even question an election anymore without threat of going to jail. Well, if that's the case, why is Stacey Abrams still walking around free? Why is Hillary Clinton still walking around free? In fact, why are a lot of Democrats still walking around free? After all, they're experts in denying election results. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you 
you know, fight against that in 2020. You are absolutely right. He is an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice presidential candidate? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. And he was put in office because the Russians interfered. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. And those sound bites go on and on and on. Soviet secret police chief Lavrenty Brea once famously said, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Well, Fannie Willis in Georgia has taken this one step further. It is now show me the man and I'll make up a crime. I will completely pull a crime out of thin air. This is Stalinist-type tactics that we're seeing right now. We did a whole podcast not long ago about how America is really becoming a banana republic. Well, right, and now we're actually adding on to that kangaroo courts, which should solidify our role in the world as a true banana republic now. You're actually impaneling grand juries that are more than willing to go along with whatever the district attorney says. More than willing to go along with it. And that happens in heavily Democrat-controlled areas. Even the foreman, forewoman of this uh, jury said, oh, she took great pride. She was really looking forward to swearing in Donald John Trump for his testimony. This woman was a nutcase. In fact, I even think on on one of her social media sites, she described herself as a witch. Oh, okay, yeah, no uh, issues there, right? So they're coming up with all of these indictments against Donald Trump for one reason and one reason only, to keep him off the ballot. That's it. No other reason. And they're making these things so this is and I said on, on the radio show, this is political, legal shock and awe. They're coming in with all of these indictments, the 41, 44 indictments from Jack Smith, another three or four indictments added on that. Then you've got what happened in in uh, in Manhattan with Alvin Bragg. And you've got all of these indictments coming in. And then you put these on top of all of that. Donald John Trump. And by the way, all of these charges that have been levied against Donald Trump, they carry mandatory jail time. You have to go to jail for these. You don't get to just walk free if you're found guilty. It's the orange jumpsuit and the flip-flops for you. That's what they want. But they're going to make these things so egregious, so huge, so overwhelming. My prediction is that they're going to offer Donald Trump a plea deal. And that plea deal is this. We will drop these charges and you vow never to hold public office again, because really, ultimately, that's what it's all about. 
They don't want him on the ballot. He is the biggest threat to the Democrat Party. He is the biggest threat to the Biden campaign or the Democrat campaign, whoever they uh, decide to ultimately run. He is the biggest threat. So that threat has to be neutralized as quickly as possible. And this is how they're doing it. They're neutralizing this threat. And the sad thing is, how many people are really in Donald Trump's corner? We know the game plan. We know what the Democrats are doing. But we've got all these Republicans out there, even folks in the GOP, the, 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 uh, the RNC, they're even being quiet about this. Why? Why is that? I mean, if you are really, really concerned about our so-called democracy or our actual republic, wouldn't you be standing up shouting from the rooftops about what's going on? But it's eerily silent on Capitol Hill right now. The only people that are really raising their voices are people like me on conservative talk radio, for the most part. Also, citizen journalists are raising their voices. But no real true outrage is being shown on Capitol Hill. That is very, very disturbing to me. So what are some of these charges against Donald Trump? What is a conspiracy? Well, according to Fannie Willis, if you tell people to watch a television show, that's a conspiracy. So what is a conspiracy? Well, Dictionary.com says a conspiracy is a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. Also, the action of plotting or conspiring. So what were some of these conspiracies that Trump and many others have been charged with? Well, the Fulton County prosecutor indicted Mark Meadows for soliciting phone numbers from a pair of Pennsylvania lawmakers. Yeah, that's the conspiracy. Meadows sent a message to United States Representative Scott Perry from Pennsylvania and stated, Can you send me the number for the speaker and the leader of the Pennsylvania legislature? POTUS wants to chat with him. That was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy. Ooh, asking for someone's phone number. You better never ask for anybody's phone number. You will be indicted for conspiracy. Act 22, cited in the Georgia indictment, charged Trump with conspiracy for encouraging supporters to watch the hearings broadcast on One America News Network. That's right. He told people to tune in to One America News Network, and that was a conspiracy. He tweeted out, Georgia hearings now on OANN. Amazing. That was it. That was the tweet. Georgia hearings now on One America News Network. Amazing. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. The indictment indictment reads, unbelievable. And then he was indicted for telling supporters to turn into, tune into Newsmax. That's right. You heard that right. Newsmax. Unbelievable. Let me just read to you from Act 22 of this indictment, because you're not really going to believe this. 
On or about the third day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump. Georgia hearings on now at OANN. Amazing. This was an overt act in furtherance of conspiracy. <laughs> act 100. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump. Hearings from Atlanta on the Georgia election overturned now. Uh, being broadcast. Check it out at ONN, at Newsmax, and many more. At Brian Kemp GA should resign from office. He is an obstructionist who refuses to admit that we won Georgia big, also won the other swing states. This was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy. Good gracious. That's all you got to do? That's it? Act 101. On or about the 30th day of December of 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump. Hearings from Atlanta on the Georgia election overturn now being broadcast live via RSB Network. <laughs> this was an overt act in furtherance of conspiracy. See, that's all you got to do, according to Fannie Willis. You just have to tell people to watch television. You just have to tell people to watch Newsmax or One America News or Right Side Broadcasting. Well, that'll get you a conspiracy charge pretty quick. Act 38 of the criminal indictment charged Rudy Giuliani for retweeting a patriot call to action that encouraged voters to call their members of Congress to advocate for their cause. The tweet stated, Georgia Patriot Call to Action. Today is the day. We need you to call your state, Senate, and House reps and ask them to sign a petition for a special session. We must have free and fair elections in Georgia, and this is our only path to ensuring every legal vote is counted at real Donald Trump. This was an overt act in furtherance of conspiracy. Really? Really? But it gets even worse than that. Defendant David Schaefer was indicted for the high crime of reserving a room at the Georgia Capitol in December of 2020. Reserving a room, which was used for a meeting of alternate presidential electors, was declared by prosecutors an overt act in, further, uh, in furtherance of the conspiracy. Wow. And then if you look to seek signature verification... Act 32, the criminal indictment charged Trump for calling on Georgia state leaders to ensure signature verifications and call a special session. That will get you an indictment on conspiracy. If you encourage, encourage someone to attend a hearing, that's a conspiracy. Act 45 of the indictment faults defendant Michael Roman for requesting an unidentified, unindicted co-conspirator to encourage co-defendant Misty Hampton to attend a House committee hearing in Georgia on election fraud. This was an overt act in furtherance of conspiracy, the indictment read. If you encourage a special legislative session, that's conspiracy. If you make phone calls to lawmakers, that's a conspiracy. Good. Gracious, are you are you starting to get this? Telling people to go to a meeting is a conspiracy. Holy cow! Al Gore better be glad that he is not running for president these days, because after all, dangling chads, calling for dangling chads, and uh, the examination of dangling chads that might just wind you up in jail. Are you seeing what we're dealing with here? 
Are you seeing the, the, the type of kangaroo court that is literally being played out before our eyes? These are historic times, folks. They're sad historic times. These are not going to be the times where in American history we look back with great pride on this country, where we look back and say, hey, you know what we did? We preserved the republic. We're not going to be able to do that. If they are allowed to do what they are trying to do, historians will look back and say this, this was the time that they lost the republic. This was the time of the downfall of the great experiment. This was the time that the light was extinguished on that shining city on the hill. If these people are allowed to get away with this now, just think of what the future will hold. There will be no need for anybody to run for president again on the Republican side because you will not win. You will not win. The precedent has literally been set. You will not be able to win. So for all of you people out there who are standing back and going, oh, you know, it's just Donald Trump. We got nothing to worry about. Shame on you. You're part of the problem. This is the Checkpoint Charlie podcast.